Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. That's the name of the show, Today's issue, Today's Issues. And if you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. We are live video streaming the program at YouTube and Facebook. Just type in <clears throat> Today's Issues, and you can uh, log on there and watch the show if you would like to. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day all over the USA, and uh, we hope you and your family have a wonderful celebration. Fred Jackson with me with Steve Jordahl now. Good morning, Steve. Morning. So I texted my wife, Allison, and said, uh, hey, just give me what's on the menu for tomorrow. I guess ours is the main one is Friday, but so I wanted to see if any of you guys... uh, I'm going to give this these things to you and see if you check. Okay. Do you know what you're having? Yep. So we're going to have turkey, mm-hmm. ham, dressing, mac and cheese, which is a vegetable in the south. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy romaine salad. You know, you have any idea what that is? Crunchy. Romaine. I know what it is, but you ever had the crunchy romaine? Mm. You had it. Is the crunchy the crisp lettuce? In the romaine, in, in the romaine is a kind of lettuce, right? Yeah, it is. Yes. It's the kind that grows kind of like up. It, it's not a ball. It kind of grows up, yeah. uh, like a flame. <clears throat> uh, squash. Oh mm. yeah. Corn. Mm-hmm. Potatoes. That is a spread. Oh, we're still going here, my friend. <laughs> You, you can tell my house is going to be aroma filled. <laughs> baby limas. Okay. You, you know what I'm talking about? Lima bean? Yeah. 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 Except they're babies. Yeah. <laughs> they're baby limas. Fred. Premature picked. They're not giant limas. Save the beans. Save the beans. Um, strawberry pretzel salad. That's interesting. I've never uh, heard of that before. Yeah, she's making that today. Sounds good. Okay. That's. Uh, and I keep in mind here, I may not, I don't toot my own horn, you know what I'm saying? But I play a very important supportive role. <laughs> Doing the dishes. Because I watch the 11 pound Maltese <laughs> while she does all these things. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Sure. So that he doesn't tear up the house or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know that may seem like a small part to a lot of people, but it's a very important part. That's right. And then finally, rolls. Okay. But then we got sweet tea, lemonade, mm-hmm. some unsweet tea, and that's it's a gonna, spread. You know, the only thing I think that's missing right there, that that right there, that that is, uh, you could almost use the word divine mm. with a small d, <laughs> okay, Not, or heavenly with a small h. What I just described right there, except, <clears throat> well, I, I think maybe I shouldn't even say this. Sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not, but. I think you got to throw some deviled eggs in there. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's a vegetable maybe, in the maybe South, I'll, too, right? Maybe I'll stop and buy some, huh? That's a vegetable in the South, too. <laughs> deviled eggs. 
So, what, what's what, what? You got a favorite uh, dish that you'll be eating tomorrow? Or well, I, there's there are similarities in what you just said. We're we're going with just the ham tomorrow because we want to save the turkey appetite for Christmas. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, something that you did mention on there that we have at our house, uh-huh. uh, rutabagas and parsnip. Okay. Now, some people call it turnip. Up north, it's called turnip. Down here, it's called rutabaga and parsnips. <clears throat> rutabaga. And parsnip together. You boil it together. Two root vegetables, yeah. Two root vegetables, yeah. Okay. So that's what y'all will be having? Yeah. That's different than ours. Uh, that's not on our list. Yeah. Is, that love- a, is that more prevalent maybe in uh, the northern part of the country or in Canada? It could be. I, I mean, I've had it all my life, so I, I guess it started somewhere in Canada. Canadian but it's, re- it's really good. We didn't do it on the West Coast. You did no. not do it? No. No. So you, you, okay. All right. Yeah, so but very similar, the dressing, and I, I think we're doing apple pie for dessert. For dessert, for apple dessert. pie. Yep. Good. That's very American. Oh, yeah. Apple pie. Uh, You know what? I didn't mention cranberry sauce, but oh, I'm yeah. sure it'll be on there. Yep. You like the one with the, the cranberries in it or the smooth one? Smooth, I, the smooth. Well, I like I, the I, sauce. I, I like the sauce without the cra- the sauce. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I prefer. You know what? When I was a kid, I wouldn't touch that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> cranberry sauce was awful. <laughs> then uh, I got to be like forty. I started becoming my parents. <laughs> started liking uh, different things like yeah, that. So sure. I, cranberry sauce. Now I gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Right. It sort of offsets the turkey dressing mm-hmm. blandness. Yeah. Uh, it's Let's good. Be honest. It's good. You got to really inject some stuff in the turkey to give it some real good taste, right? Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. It is not naturally flavorable, in my opinion. Yeah. I have been uh, um, tasting some really good sweet potato casseroles. You know, the ones you did sweet potatoes and sweet, put oh the, yeah, sweet potato casserole. Put little pecans on the top yeah. and uh, marshmallows. Uh, we didn't. Do the, well, I haven't had the marshmallows yet, but I have had that before. Uh, this one, brown sugar kind of baked on top. And I mean, that, <laughs> we're going to find that for tomorrow for sure. Yeah. You know, the average American says they gain like eight pounds over the <laughs> between now and the end of the year. Huh? Yeah. Don't go for your physical after Thanksgiving. Yeah, right? then, then everybody starts the exercise kick. Yes. That's right. From January through February 6th. Yep. I bet. And then that's I, over. I bet health clubs and, make and then, 90- the sp- and then the spring yard sales have the treadmills. Up. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. What you I say? was going to say, I bet the uh, health clubs have 90%, they make 90% of their money yeah. in January or February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving uh, celebration, including good food. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Steve? I wanted to start with something positive. Um, you know, we've been hearing a lot of stuff in the NFL about, uh, like, the Raiders, Henry Ruggs, drunk driving, killing somebody. And we're hearing, we always hear the suspensions and the, the domestic disturbances and that kind of stuff. Well, I want to introduce you to, if you haven't met him, a, a coach named Frank Reich. Frank is the head coach of the uh, Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. And they went into Buffalo to play a game last weekend. It was a big game for them, and uh, they ended up winning. Now, Frank Reich was a backup quarterback to Jim Kelly and played quarterback in Buffalo in that area for years. He's got roots in that area. Uh, So it was kind of an emotional win for him and everything. I want you to hear what he said. This is the first thing that came out of his mouth 
when he hit the the uh, podium for the you know they do the post game interviews always the coaches do the reporters peg questions at him. Well, this is what he said. The first thing he said when he got up on the stand, cut ten. I just wanted to offer a word of encouragement, really, to anyone out there who's in the midst of a struggle. And I want to give a personal account to where I found my strength for the journey. Almost 30 years ago, in a really after a really big game, right down the hall in a press conference, I shared the lyrics to a song that meant a lot to me. And uh, the song's In Christ Alone, and it's written by Sean Craig, says this. The chorus says, In Christ alone I place my trust, and I find my glory in the power of the cross. In every victory, let it be said of me that my source of strength and my source of hope is Christ alone. And then there's one small snippet in the second verse, which is my favorite line, favorite lyric says, I seek no greater honor than just to know him more. This week I was reminded, Hebrews 13:8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So my encouragement is to keep climbing and to find the strength and power that you need in Jesus Christ. Amen to him. That's a way to start a press conference, huh? Mm-hmm. And the first question, uh, Coach, uh, uh, quarterback play? Uh, <laughs> where do you go from there? <laughs> we need more coaches like him. Yeah. There's a lot of believers in the NFL. I know Derek Carr, my quarterback of the Raiders, is a Christian and yeah. outspoken. Mm-hmm. And there are there are many others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kiddos. We have asked ourselves, what is the point of all this woke stuff going on, the wokeism? You know, what are, they, what are they after? What do they want to do? Well, Rich Lowry came out with a piece in National Review, which, Tim, you flagged for me. And I went through this and just got a couple of uh, highlights I want to peg at you and, uh, and, and you, Fred, and see what you guys think of this. So he says, the logical endpoint of the obsession of race that we have in this country would be the over- overthrow of the ancient Anglo-American legal norms in favor of a politicized kangaroo system of justice. Um, the, um, such was the racial focus. This is after the Rittenhouse trial. He says, why should the president of the NAACP regarding the Rittenhouse trial, for instance, be exercised by the confrontation between Kyle Rittenhouse and Joseph Rosenbaum? He's a white 36-year-old mentally ill man who spent significant time in prison. Neither one is a cop. Neither one is black. Neither one is an instrument uh, for the state, and neither is a uh, racial victim of racial discrimination. No, um, you, you, Kyle Rittenhouse was there pr- protecting private property, so he is racist, white supremacist, and his assailant, um, the uh, Joseph Rosenbaum, was there on the side of Black Matters, so he's a proxy by proxy. He's black. Yeah, what he what he's pointing out there, Rich Lowry, and I, we posted that on our Facebook page. It's an excellent column. We don't have time to go through it all or read it all. So if you go to our Today's Issues Facebook page, just click on that article we posted about by Rich Lowry. What's the title of it? Um, it is Woke Race, Racialism is a Clear and Present Danger to the American System. Yeah, so w- one of the points he's saying there is uh, the spokesperson for the NAACP mm-hmm. in that area in Wisconsin, he got all involved in this case. And what Rich Lowry's pointing out, this doesn't even involve right. race. It, in fact, the parties involved were all white. Mm-hmm. And it didn't involve a cop. He's going, what, what do you care about 
a trial where there's somebody's uh, defending themselves or did they murder them and what the verdict is. Why does that? Why do? You, why does the NAACP chapter right. get all worked up about that? I think it's false outrage. But it's anyway, a, but he's talking about wokeness. Is yeah. what he's talking. It's about. the same agenda as the White House. In the last hour, we heard from Jen Psaki, still referring to uh, Young Rittenhouse as a vigilante. Listen, we forget here in all this what was going on that night and those nights in in uh, Waukesha. Well, no, Kenosha. Kenosha. That was in Kenosha. Waukesha is the Yes, parade. excuse me. My, 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 I apologize for that. What was going on there was they were having riots and and uh, arson and violent chaos. And, and the businesses were being destroyed. These, these people act, these people who are going after Kyle Rittenhouse they leave that out. Yeah. They, they're acting like this was some sort of a, a peaceful sit-in that was going on down there. And, and, and uh, so, anyway. Yes. But that, that's an excellent column. I encourage people yeah. to go in. The media, the media helped in this fantasy to, to uh, spread the wrong message, the wrong narrative. Uh, Rich Lauer, this is, I'll put this way, but he says, such was the racial focus that even after lavish coverage of the trial, some progressive commentators still thought after the jury's verdict that Rittenhouse had shot three black men. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was being, uh, there was, I saw some stories on that. Yep. Where it was being repeated in the media that he had shot, uh, that the, the, the ones who were yeah. he shot were black. Even, even were with the information, though, that everybody involved had white skin. The left still try to turn this into a racist story. I know. Because young Rittenhouse wasn't there to support the Black Lives Matter riot. He was there to protect the businesses from the rioters. Right. That made him the enemy. So are that, they are they pro rioting then? Oh, of course they are. You notice that Jen Psaki, when asked, when asked about the Joseph Rittenhouse thing, she says, I condemn all this violence by the Proud Boys and all these other white supremacist groups. She could have very well said BLM and Antifa that are burning down, that have burned down cities. Because the white, it's, 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 I don't know too much about the Proud Boys, but I don't know that they're necessarily a white supremacy group. I don't know much about them either, but uh, they're lumped into it's the same thing with the two sides you're on one side or the other if you're not a uh black by proxy white person you're yeah, uh, anyway go ahead no what's yeah. next all right uh we have we're coming out of our covid bans at least us in the south down here california still has a ways to go i think but i want to take you to ireland there's a senator in ireland his name is jerry hokan h h horkan h-o-r-k-a-n and um, Ireland has, is, pu- is putting people into quarantine. They say, stay at your home, just go out for essential, essential business. Um, but he thinks that the unvaccinated there, maybe you should be, it should be worse for them. Listen to what he wants to do. Cut 11. And I think, like others have said, gyms, hairdressers, but why not supermarkets? Why not public transport? I know it's difficult to police some of these things, but really, if you want to participate in society you need to be vaccinated. And if you don't want to participate in society, okay, stay at home. That's your own business. But you're putting yourself at risk, but you're putting your families at risk, and you're putting the rest of us at risk, and you're putting the economy at risk. But we can socialize safely. And particularly if you're vaccinated, it's unlikely to do you too much harm if you don't have another pre-existing condition. Did you hear the end of that? 
Mm-hmm. When he talks about the vaccine, he doesn't say take the vaccine because it'll prevent you from getting COVID. He doesn't say take the vaccine because it'll make your symptoms less severe. He says take the vaccine because chances are nothing's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's Ireland. Now, is that is that – I know in some parts of Europe, well, Austria in particular, they're in lockdown, right? Yeah, Ireland uh, is the same. For, for people who have not had the COVID shots. Yeah. Switzerland was supposed to take a vote on this Sunday – on this, uh, but I'm just reading in the last few hours they've just canceled that. You know the Swiss are fairly mild mannered, gover- government compliant. Yeah. Right, you sheep. know they're sheep. Whatever the government <laughs> wants, but right. even in liberal liberal Switzerland, right. places like Austria, there is an uprising. In France, they've been on the streets. Yeah, people. Italy. Are, the world is saying yeah. enough. Right, right. Enough of this. We're not going back to lockdowns. No, nope. we're not going to. You know, we're not going to do this any longer. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. That's what they're saying. And also, uh, we there. I think they're also saying we see what's going on here. This is being used to push for more control over people. by the government uh, in the name mm-hmm. of public safety. Yeah. Also, they're saying, wait a minute, let's follow the science because yeah. you can be yeah. fully vaccinated yeah. and you can still get uh, another dose of the COVID, well, listen, or or you can pass it along to other people. Listen, uh, the COVID is spreading like a wildfire in New England. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in our country here, in the region of the country we know as New England, and they are the most highly vaccinated part of the country. Yes. And uh, so <clears throat> uh, what does that say? It says the vaccinate. What they're not concentrating on is natural immunity. And natural immunity is still, honest doctors will tell you, that is the best prevention yep. overall. Yep. And they're not, they don't want to focus on that because the moment you start talking about natural immunity acquired by coming in contact with the virus, your body's own immune system builds up a resistance to that. That is the thing that you want in the population. Some medical people feel that the vaccine, the vaccines actually suppress your body's effort to become naturally immune. But without having the vaccine mandates, you take away the government's desire to control you. That's what's going on here, in my opinion. Um, I have a, a chart here that I'm going to give to um, Brent to put up on our website. And it talks about ivermectin. This is the horse medicine that everybody's been... Uh, pilloried for using <laughs> here in the United States. Well, in Africa, certain countries u- are using it and certain countries aren't. And if you look at this graph, and I encourage you all to go to, after the show to our website, you can see this for yourself. The countries that are not taking ivermectin, the the graph of infections just goes, climbs and climbs, mountains and hills, it goes up and down. The countries that are using ivermectin, the line is virtually flat. So this is in Africa. In Africa. <clears throat> well, I think uh, a lot of Africans take this routinely, don't they? For, For malaria, uh, malaria no. and so forth. And ma- also they do this in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it, somebody who is a native of Africa called it the Sunday pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they take it once a week. They're talking about ivermectin. It's not just a horse dewormer. No. It, it has... Uh, 
a human dosage, which, uh, by the way, I don't know when ivermectin became a curse word because didn't Trump say it, something it was about a, it? It was a, uh, a Nobel award-winning drug. Yeah. Um, didn't I President mean, Trump say something about it, it? That's when it became a curse word. Yeah. When? when? When Trump was diagnosed with COVID and he was treated with ivermectin and he talked about it openly, that's when it became demonized yeah. because so Trump, Trump said derangement syndrome strikes again. Yes, oh sir. yes. Yes. Sir. Absolutely. I, I just, you know, I don't know why you can't. Well, I do know why, but, uh, it's just irrational behavior on the part of people who say, well, don't even talk about ivermectin or hydro, hydro, hydroxychloroquine mm. or, or other, or other things, zinc or other things that have, yeah, that have proven to be helpful to millions of people. And I don't know, I don't know why you mentioned the I word, then the people want to just shut down your discussion. Huh? If Trump says it, it can't be. So I, I'm waiting for the day that Trump says, wow, the sky is really blue today. And right. them saying, well, you can't say the sky's blue. You got to call it. Right. Some other. Are you a white supremacist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it really is amazing. You know, I saw a poll. Um, he is leading in certain parts of the country by double digits if he were to run against Joe Biden and against uh, Kamala Harris. So Got a long way to go. We do. For that. All right. Hey. That, 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 that presidential talk will be more relevant after the midterms. Yeah. So. The um, you know, remember the women's march? It was right after the March for Life. They had all the the pro-abortion women went to Washington and marched. Well, they have an my or- last January. Yeah, they have an organization called Women's March, and they put out a tweet uh, to their uh, constituents saying, "Hey, uh, our, during this last fundraising period, the average donation uh, for this last week was fourteen dollars and ninety two cents." Wow, that's good, you know. And then they somebody flags them, and they immediately put out this post. We apologize deeply for the email that was sent today. 1492 was our average donation amount this week. It was an oversight on our part not to make the connection to a year of colonization, conquest, and genocide for indigenous people, especially right before Thanksgiving. What is it that you say about liberals? (laughs) It's a mental disorder. (laughs) Amen. That's that's whacked. It is. Right there. He huh? triggered someone with, with the you, amount of money. And they say it's because it was $14.92. That yeah. reminds people of the year 1492, right. which is traumatizing. Which mm. is because Columbus Christopher sailed, Columbus discovered the ocean blue, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These people, they just need to find their own country. Start they over. Should. What they, was they, it they that James Carville said? They need to go to woke. Uh, woke uh, what was he said about wokeness remember. in the Democratic Party? They need to go to some kind of... oh. Um, uh, tr- not training school, um, re- rehab or something like rehab, that. Rehab, yeah. <laughs> That's true. They need to go to rehab. They really do. If they really believe this in their heart, that the American people are going to be upset about mentioning... Notice none of them are leaving. Yeah, right? <laughs> huh? All these America haters, guess what? Yeah. You say, remember all the celebrities? If Trump wins, we're, I'm, I'm moving to France. Trump wins, they go, oh, I didn't really, well, you know, I'm not really meaning that. There are hey, even some commentators who are going to pay their, for yeah. their airfare. All these far lefties who always bash in our country, guess what? They never leave. Nope. 
Uh, because you know what? They got a pretty good life here. That's right. Compared to the other places in the world, America is a wonderful place to live, mm. raise your family. That's why millions of people are streaming over our border right now in Mexico, yeah. from Mexico to Texas, is because this is the greatest country on the planet. Yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Uh, remember, Ed, Thanksgiving. JJ, Ed, JJ, and uh, uh, we'll be here on uh, Friday. <laughs>